area that God is targeting for grace to secure and bring light in and bring wholeness in. So the soul is under a process of removing the fallen nature of Adam. The attraction of Satan's government. bitterness shoots up you're actually opposing the one that died for you you're actually opposing the healer Jesus you're actually opposing the kingdom that he's trying to add to you anything that sets itself up against God should be brought into captivity everything But the wound, the spots on the soul there is Satan's title deed. He has a demonic influence. He has a demonic right to come in here and mess up your head. He has a right. It's an open door to oppose God. But listen, it's the same door. The Lord wants to work through to bring the promise to you, to add the kingdom to you. It's the same door. It's a sin principle. These wounds are sin principles. They cause you to sin more and over and over and over again. You abuse, we abuse children, we become abusers. We abuse people, we become, because we're, we're abusers. It's a sin principle in us. Sin ceases when wounds are healed. And the soul produces the promise of the healing. Psalm 147.3 says, He heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds. Jesus is the light of the world. The only one that can heal and bind up to bind means to unite tonight the bind means to unite the wound with the blood the spirit and the word of God there's going to be a binding of some wounds tonight it's going to be it's going to be binding us back to the blood of Christ and binding us back to the word and binding us back to the spirit of God And we can kick off the demon. A lot of us kick off the demons and never get the wounds healed. I've been walking with the Lord 20, 23 years, and I've seen a lot of stuff. I've seen demons kicked off of people. Deliverance. come back and the people would lose their healing the peace that they had they lost it and fear came into its place because someone showed up 
someone showed up. Listen, Satan has to work through people. Just like God has to work through people. So we have to deal with these wounds. We bind, rebuke, we loose the enemy from our life and experience a season of freedom, then we lose it. The enemy just goes on vacation and comes back. same problem listen we have to plunder land and we're going to plunder the enemy's camp tonight are you getting this we are going to plunder his camp tonight through our obedience jesus is going to bring forth this light and come through and 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 this darkness is going to be cast out jesus had no wounds in his soul Therefore, the enemy had no place in him. Which What that meant was Jesus had full authority over Satan. Full authority over Satan. It's going to be a glorious day when we see the body of Christ having full authority over Satan. When you cast him out, he is gone forever. Because you're obedient to the revelation of the truth coming forth that the wounds have to be healed and bound back to the blood and the word and the spirit the victory walk is having victory walk is having no agreement with Satan that's when kingdom living starts uh, being uh, work coming through your life 2nd Chronicles 641 says arise O Lord God to your resting place the soul let the ministers of the Lord be clothed with salvation and let your saints rejoice in goodness. I love that. Arise, O Lord, to your resting place, the soul. And let you, the ministers of the Lord, be clothed with salvation. See, the light torments the enemy. Matthew 8, 28 says, When Jesus had come, to the other side, to the country of the of the Jergesenes, I guess that's how you say it. There met him two demon possessed men, demon possessed men coming out of the tombs, exceedingly exceedingly furious, so that no one could pass that way. And suddenly they cried out, Matthew eight twenty nine, saying, "What have you to do with us, Jesus? Have you come to torment us before our time?" When there is not agreement with Satan, we torment him by our presence. We torment him by our presence. But listen, it says two men were coming out of the tombs. The tomb in the Greek means a monument set up to cause a perpetual movement to control and protect. A monument set up to cause a perpetual movement to control and protect. That these two men lived among the woundness, woundedness of their past. And when the light of Jesus came near, a monument stood up to restrict any movement to control its right. Are we getting that? Some of us got monuments on the inside. 
that rise up when Jesus comes near through someone else or his presence comes near. So the light of the truth is caused, the light of the truth caused a springing forth of fierce anger. Promises at hand. Fornication, is it fornication? Is it sex before marriage? Is it greed? Is it unforgiveness? Is it bitterness and hate? What are we doing? Are we giving him legal right to pronounce his kingdom and withstand the grace of God that is sent to us to heal and bring the promises of God to our life? Keep entertaining his lies, reviving the wounds of the past. He keeps us stuck. Stuck. Oh, Jesus. Soul ties. Now we're getting some soul ties here. This is where it's going to get kind of kind of sticky. Soul ties can be good and bad. A good soul tie is in 1 Samuel. 18.1, where Jonathan's soul was knit to the soul of David. A good soul tie is a, a, a marriage that God has knit together by the Spirit. That's a good soul tie. It's a pure soul tie. Well, what's a bad soul tie? Proverbs 6.32 says, it's an emotional linkage between two or more people. Proverbs 6.32. Let me look at Proverbs 6.32 real quick. Proverbs 6.32. It says, whoever commits adultery with, with a woman lacks understanding and destroys his own soul. That's a, that's a soul tie. That's a bad soul tie. A bad soul tie will destroy your soul. So it's an emotional linkage between two or more people. Old girlfriends. Fornication with old girlfriends. Former wives. Adultery with former wives. Committing adultery with, with your former wife. Develops an a, a ungodly soul time. It's a flow of energy. It's an emotional linkage. 
between two or more people. I was there. Listen, I experienced an ungodly soul tie for a lot of years. An ungodly soul tie is, is an emotional jerking. It's an emotional dependency on someone else. Emotional dependency on someone else. And listen, if, we, if, 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 if we've had sex before marriage, you can be assured that there is an ungodly soul tie connected. And you can bring that ungodly soul tie right into another marriage. And every time you have uh, uh, make love with your wife, you're making love with everybody else. That tie is connected to. That influence is just coming. It's like a web, a spider web. Causes an emotional dependency with that person. And what happens is you end up lack. It's a lack of trust in relationships. You're dictated by fear and control. It's a love-hate relationship for some people. It's emotional torment for some people. It leads to helplessness, where you just feel total helpless. It leads to, leads to severe rejection, where someone just stops and goes with no notice, just, just leaves. And then they come back and think everything's all right. That's what that soul tie does. It sets you up for a season. And then it leaves again. And you experience rejection again. There's no consistency. And the cause of that is adultery. And fornication. Proverbs 6.32 says, Whoever commits adultery with a woman uh, lacks understanding and destroys his own soul. Destroys his soul. Can you imagine destroying your soul the soul that's, that's supposed to be producing life the soul that's most producing the kingdom of God fornication sex outside of marriage covenant sex outside of the marriage covenant Ephesians 5 5 says for this you know that no fornicator unclean person nor a covenant man who is an idolater has any inheritance into the kingdom of God he cannot inherit the kingdom of God, the promises of the covenant, the promises of the kingdom. He cannot inherit them when you're practicing such a thing. See, the soul, listen, the soul, the mind of, of man is a beneficiary of this inheritance that we have in us. And at its death, to these soul ties and wounds, we inherit the kingdom. The kingdom benefits. So whoever has sex with any person before marriage has engaged in soul ties. And you are spiritually, demonically connected to every person other person that that person has had sex with. Every one of them you're connected to. But thank God for Jesus when he says repent unto salvation. The 
it can happen just like that. All that can just get wiped away through your obedience. So these ties have influence. Even though it's a soul tie with another person, Satan goes where the blessing's at. Once you give him agreement and access, you give him legal right to go where God is blessing you. He has full access to go where God is blessing you. God's blessing you in your finances, that's where he's going. He's going to your finances. Try to kill, steal, and destroy. Galatians 19, 20, and 21 says, Whoever is bearing fruit, the works of adultery, fornication, and cleanness, and practicing these things will not inherit the kingdom of promises, the kingdom of God, but will live a frustrated life of defeat. That's what we all try to avoid is living a frustrated life of defeat. But the Lord's telling us if we do these things, we are going to live a frustrated life of defeat over and over again. cannot expect to receive what we are asking from God when we are practicing their things. So it's time to change partners. We're going to dance with Jesus. makes it clear deposit when we're in his presence I keep speaking about revelation a little bit of echo up here brother I keep speaking about revelation Revelation 
revelation is the unveiling of Jesus Christ to us. As we progress in our walk with Christ, he constantly unveils himself to us out of obedience. And revelation must take the place that temptation is occupying. revelation does not take the place that temptation is occupying we cannot grow amen we did this this healing service a year ago and it was awesome it was awesome and about three weeks ago the Lord told me to to do it again uh, this Saturday night because we've spoken a lot of revelation has been coming forth And um, the spirit of iniquity is going to be challenged tonight. Uh, You'll feel the spirit of iniquity challenged by a stirring, a struggling within you as the word comes forth. Um, You may experience uh, some heat, which is the presence of the Lord, the healing presence of the Lord. Uh, there's, there's, There's all kind of manifestations that go on when the word comes forth and the Lord has has a mission for healing the soul tonight. So everyone, I want you to, to, to tune in. You don't have to write all the scriptures down, but just write what scripture it is so you can go back and meditate on these. Uh, one thing about the Lord tonight, he, he is going to, I always say he is the spiritual surgeon. The chief spiritual surgeon. <clears throat> you know, in the natural, when they put you to sleep, you don't feel anything going on on the inside. That's the way it's going to be tonight for a lot of us. That's the way it was last time. It's like the Lord puts us into that rest in Him. And there's a work going on on the inside that we're not even aware of. And then all of a sudden, we see a tear coming down each side of the cheek or uh, we feel something going on that's so gentle. We didn't have demons screaming in this place last time. The Lord went to the place where the demon was resting with the Word. The Word is like a double-edged sword. It pierces and cuts and divides the spirit and the soul. See, until we get get a handle on the uh, the the residue of the fall, that uh, our spirit is still joined to the darkness.
what, you know, what we allow God to do in the spirit, he makes happen for you in the natural. If you don't, if you don't allow him to do what he wants to do tonight in the spirit, and the word is spiritual, so we have to yield to the word, then we allow him to work. And when you allow him to work, he makes things happen for you in the natural that you just kind of trip into, that you kind of walk into. So we're going to be dealing with tonight spots. There's three spots, three, three primary spots. See these spots here? The Lord gave me this a few months ago. And uh, we've taught it on the spots one time. This is a different teaching. But he wanted me to bring the spots up again tonight. There's the unknown spot. The stronghold in the unknown spot is unforgiveness. And you see those walls around that spot? Those are walls of defense. So when truth comes near the spot, defense comes. It's bitterness, pride, complaining, jealousy, envy, anger. Those are the defense of the spot. Pride is straight from Satan. That's why Satan got cast out of heaven. Because he was prideful. So when truth comes near tonight, you may feel some of this go on. This feel...